welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 112. Uh, it, it is Wednesday, but fun fact, this is actually my Monday. I had Monday and Tuesday off. Um, so it, it, it feels a little weird because I'm like starting the week and then I'm going to end the week. And it's actually only our only official live episode we pre-recorded one with kelsey on monday which was turbocharged amazing and then we're also going to be doing one on fridays well that was pre-recorded last week as well so you'll see on the date obviously um that's always the big giveaway um so yeah um so uh, we're starting to do this a little bit more um and it's something i'm very passionate about um but uh we have been uh just the elijah list ministries which is um, Elijah streams. It's a Eli- and it's Elijah fire. Um, I'll turn around Elijah fire. And then also American warriors. Um, there's a lot of, uh, donations coming in and, and Steve has really been heading up working with a ministry called show mercy international who are now kind of part of the Elijah, Elijah list, Elijah streams team. And they've been doing some amazing work in Uganda for quite a few years. Um, but Steve has donated, um, so that we're, dr- we're drilling new wells so, uh, yeah, but uh, we've got a great promo that just lets you know, hey, when you guys donate to Elijah Fire, that's ElijahFire.com slash donate. Um, this is where a lot of that money is going to. Um, and it takes a lot of resources, a lot of money to get these things done. And Steve has been amazing in that he's been taking, I mean, a lot of money to, to make sure that these people have clean, drinkable water. It's something that we take for granted here. Um, and so let's go ahead and roll that promo. Giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valued, that you care about them. When Jesus talks about this, maybe what he was trying to say, if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you, and they actually do something about it, wow! Sacrificing for the benefit of another, that is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us, for giving us a cup of cold water. You give me a cup of cold water. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. there you go. Uh, and like I said, we're going to be promoting this a lot more. I think it's really important. Um, especially in the West, we can get very, uh, we can get very familiar with a lot of things that people don't have as, as freedoms. And so, um, you know, as many of you know, I was in missions for, you know, quite a few years and uh, so was my wife, Lauren, and this is something that we're both very passionate about. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. So that's that's one of the ways that your money is going to be um, used as you donate it to Elijah Streams, uh, Elijah Fire, you know, all that good stuff. So thank you so much for everybody that has donated already. You guys are amazing. Um, also, we got an exciting announcement. I had mentioned that we're developing two new teaching series. As you, as many of you know, some of you don't know, we've been doing these teaching series, uh, and they're um, you know a couple of consecutive weeks in a row. 
and they're really uh, helping equip the body, especially if you know there's a lot of people coming to the Lord right now, a lot of people that are being awakened to deeper things um, and uh, are kind of need some kind of a, a some kind of guidance on how, what this means, how to do this. Um, and so our next series, which starts a week from today, is going to be called Understanding Your Dreams. And it is with Cindy McGill. And to me, that was just a massive get. I was like, yeah, I, you know, ask her. You, she doesn't have to do four. She can do two. You know, I, but I was like, it needs to be more than one. And she committed to four episodes. And to me, that's just a huge blessing. That's something she really excels in. She's got a huge gifting and is, is helping people understand their dreams and how God is talking to them. And so it's going to be an amazing, amazing four-part series starting next week, um, which is 10-12. So that's going to be very exciting. So that's a week from today. So everybody get excited. Cindy McGill, Understanding Your Dreams, four-part mini-series. It's going to be amazing. So speaking of amazing, my next guest, uh, he's been on a, a couple of times, but it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. So we were looking at the schedule and I was looking at past guests and I was like, wow. I was like, we haven't, why haven't we had him back? Let's get, let's get him back. So my guest today, he's an author. He's a prophetic voice. He's also a uh, very successful YouTuber. I mean, he releases prophetic words on the regular. Let's give it up for my guest today, Troy Black. Troy Black. What's up, Jeff? Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I love that loading screen. That's awesome. Oh, is that fun? Y'all yeah. have the best graphics. Seriously. Oh, thanks, man. Like, so thanks, fun. man. It's all that, like, you know, it, that gamer, gamer thing, you know, my wife and I are both big gamers. And so it's just, I, you know, Oh yeah. Tons of ideas like that. So yeah, nah, I can get into that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing yeah. Super Mario right now and it is, oh, it dude. is kicking my butt. It's, it's oh, yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. But fun. Yeah. But yeah. Fun. So how are you, man? Like it's been, you were on in February and so a lot changes within that duration of time. What's new? What have you been up to? Oh man. Just working on all sorts of things. I released a new channel called Troy goes fishing we're doing kind of like comedy type of stuff, you know, and some sketches, some slice of life stuff. I watched the chosen TV show for 24 hours straight without stopping and posted the video on that channel. So I almost went insane. I'm not kidding. Like I almost went insane. Yeah. Uh, just crazy stuff like that, you know? And yeah. then, and so, yeah, that's been one thing. The Lord's been like making sure I don't go crazy with that though. And like trying to keep me centered on what he's asking me to do. So, mm. uh, you know, obviously been releasing a lot of words as well, you know, and, yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. And, uh, seeing some crazy stuff happening. Um, yeah, one of the things that happened recently was uh, just I released a word about the Queen of England uh, 10 oh, days okay. prior to her passing. Wow. Um, you know, and, the, and I, I believe it was very specifically, you know, referencing what was about to happen. So that mm -hmm. was, you know, and the, we've seen a lot of people uh, um, who wouldn't normally watch a video like that, like, like watch the video after the fact, you know, and hear the gospel. And so was, that was just super cool what God did there. Mm -hmm. You know, that was one of those things where I was just like, Lord, I don't want to release this word because it sounds crazy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then after the yeah. fact, I'm like, okay, I'm so glad I was being obedient, you know, like, right. it yeah. wasn't me, you know, obviously it was God, but it's just, you know, just seeing what God can do, you know, with a little bit of faith. So that was mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. And there's a, there's, I've heard, um, I've heard this saying like faith is spelled R-I-S-K, you know, yeah. and so you definitely have to take a risk when you step out in faith for something. But man, it's so much better when you actually like, especially if you get like a word of knowledge about somebody or, um, yeah, thank you. Illumination said Robbie Dawkins says that. Um, but, um, when you get a word of knowledge for somebody and you actually say it then and there, rather right. than like being an armchair kind of, or like a Sunday quarterback or Monday quarterback or whatever they call it, where 
you know, after the word, this, the thing comes to pass, you're like, Oh yeah, I had a word about that. You know, it's, yeah, it, it hits harder when you step out in faith, like you, you did with that queen of England word and then something happens and then it's there, it's documented that it was before. Right. Um, so you had no prior knowledge. So I think, yeah, but Troy, the thing I love about you is that you're very, you're always very humble. Like you, you don't, even when it comes to maybe something like I would watched, um, I'd watched part of a word that you'd done recently about, um, it was something about Amanda Grace. God had spoken to you kind of a parallel between you and Amanda Grace and God using, I just really admire your, your humility in the way that you do things. Cause you know, sometimes it could be like, well, I'm not going to say a word like that because I don't want people to think this or that, but, um, yeah, I just really admire that. So well done, man. Yeah, man. Just with that one specifically, that one like hit home with me because obviously it was for me, you know, it was, it was par partially for me. And it was just like, I think I think we just get into the way that we do things. You know, we think like I've got this down. Yep. And then the Lord comes along. He's, he's like, no, there's people that have been doing this a lot longer than you have. Yeah. And they actually know how to do it a whole lot better than you do, you know, and you yeah. just have to be like, OK, and like submit to the Lord at that moment. Mm -hmm. That was definitely one of those moments for me um but yeah yeah just and then having to release it publicly is like oh right yeah you know and that one specifically i actually emailed amanda first obviously you know and just uh -huh. said hey here's what i heard from the lord let me know what you think you know and so i definitely got her permission to release it you know before cool. releasing it publicly but yeah um but yeah definitely one of those things anytime i get a word for a person or about a person it's always like an issue of like struggling with that man, like, what are they going to think? What are people right. going to think? You know, just like, it's, it's tough, you know, but you yeah. see that all through scripture too. Like the Lord giving people words either about people or for people, you know, and it's like, uh, most of the time, obviously there's going to be that encouraging factor, you know, that mm -hmm. building up the body of Christ factor that yeah. is just, you know, so needed. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So going back to the Troy, is it Troy Black goes fishing? Is the name? Oh, of it's, the it's Troy goes fishing. Yeah. Troy, Troy goes fishing. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, isn't that sort of like, hearkening back to like the origin very like the very origin of kind of your history of youtubing in general didn't you say oh, you yeah. did like kind of fun youtube mm -hmm. videos yeah then yeah. and in, in way back in high school yeah i yeah. started youtube doing all the fun you know creative videos or whatever mm -hmm. and funny videos and stuff like that and then you know those, it's just one of those things where the lord goes hey you need to give this up and i'm like okay and then later mm -hmm. on he brings it back you know and you're like yeah. oh wow okay that's cool you know? yeah and yeah, it's just absolutely. better. It's way better than it would have been, you know. So, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing too. Is sometimes, yeah, there's things you give up and they're gone for good, right? But you, it's not like it's really given time. It's not what you gain in exchange for that is so so much better. But yeah. then there are times where God's like, "Hey, stop for a season," and He's clear about it. And then sometimes He says, "Hey." stop doing this and then later like is the case with this channel that you're doing now where it's like better you know he's like giving an exchange it's like the the time away from that actually i don't know if it gave you better ideas or made you hear clear i don't know but yeah it's cool yeah i think i'm i think i'm a little bit more mature <laughs> yeah i think that's probably what it is <laughs> yeah i would hope so since you know it's yeah. been a, it's been a little bit since high school yeah. yeah so i'm not gonna be making stuff that's just completely you know crossing the lines so. <laughs> yeah yeah eating uh, eight jars of peanut butter in right, five yeah. minutes or whatever <laughs> yeah so all right man well let's get into this because you got um i would imagine you know good meaty chunks of stuff um but, you know, just going off the, you know, your notes here and we'll just kind of wing it from here. But you have a word for 2023, um, which is, you know, this is where a lot of 
A lot of uh, prophets, they're releasing words, you know, between now and the end of the year, releasing words for next year. So I'm really curious about what God has said. Yeah. So I actually, it's kind of crazy. I heard this back in June on the 24th of June, Nice. like halfway through the year, you know, and I was not expecting to hear something like this, you know, at that time, but Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a very encouraging word. I'm just going to jump right into it. I really believe this is like an encouragement to the body. Um, so what I, what I saw, I actually saw this vision of a castle on the floor of a kid's room as if a kid was like building this structure, you know, out of some sort of plate, you know, like a Lincoln log type of thing, one of those kind of things, but it was very intricate and it was like a realistic, like toy replica of a, of a real castle. And, uh, the Lord pointed me to the, uh, to Isaiah 61, one through two, uh, which is the same verse that Jesus references in Luke four, 18 through 19. And I'm just going to read Jesus's version of it. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. So the first thing that hit me with this is if you go read this passage in Isaiah 61, uh, it doesn't stop there. It says to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. It goes Mm -hmm. on. And so it's like the same verse, you know, and then Jesus stops right there. So if anyone ever says you can't take that verse out of context, if the Holy Spirit tells you that this verse is for you right now, you can take it, you know, because Jesus mm-hmm. did that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He said, this is the part of this that God is asking me to read, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But but there was that that difference between you can look at the two and you see the difference between one covenant and the other covenant, you know, that Jesus was pointing people to. And this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say after that. He said, this will be that year. This will be the year of the Lord's favor. The renown of the Lord will spread due to an increase in knowledge of who God is and what he has done. Mm -hmm. And then I heard him say, the testimonies of my saints will increase. Left and right, you will see me working, my hand making room and my way being picked over the others. And then I heard the Lord say, strengthen from within, talking about the body, so that you can reach out, so that you can develop outward and reach the nations for my glory, saints. And then he said, rescue those in dire need. Rescue them from the flames of eternal judgment by feeding them when they need it. Kindness and justice will lead the march as you resolve to be more like my son, the one who gave it all on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So I know that, you know, when he says something like resolving to be like my son, to be like Jesus, it's like, that's not a works based thing, you know? And he, he went on to say that in a second, but I want to stop and say this, man, what y'all are doing with the water, you know, like the, and digging the wells, Mm -hmm. that's just so amazing to me. Like this, so it's, it's creating like a, platform in a sense for the gospel to be spread Mm -hmm. like like no other way you know like and that's what you know that's one of the things jesus said you know just that verse like when you give a cup of cold of cold water to someone in my name you know it's like it's the ears are opened at that point the ears that were stopped up yeah it's like yeah yeah and i think that when when i was in you know because it was primarily short-term missions you know we would go and we would be there for two months three months um, and I know that there's been a lot of, and I've seen this from people I used to do missions with, where they're really looking down, talking down on trashing short-term missions. But man, mm. like you don't know, like that's a really, it, honestly, it's just a very closed-minded way of looking at something where you're like, because I can't, because I couldn't see the fruit. Even if you did something where you stepped out and did something because the Lord asked you to do it. And you don't see the fruit doesn't mean that God didn't use it. Like just because right. you didn't see the fruit. And I think that, you know, we're okay with something like that of like, okay, I didn't see the fruit when you step out, you know, 
and you're you're watering, you know, somebody, you know, like a seed, uh, and someone else is going to reap the harvest of this, seeing them come to the Lord. Where you went, you preached the gospel to somebody, or you felt like you're supposed to, you know, preach the gospel to an individual every single time you saw them, and you didn't see anything happen. You can't go, well, that was a fruitless venture, because right. you don't know. I mean, Scripture talks about this, where it's like one person plants. I think Paul talks about one person plants, one person waters, and then one person reaps a harvest. Um, and so I think too, with something like this, where I've seen a lot of people trash, why are you going and you helping people clean up their homes? Why are you doing this? That's so pointless. Sometimes you have to meet basic needs in order mm -hmm. for them to even be able to hear something like the gospel. And I've seen that so many times. And so, yeah, um, I'm very passionate about things like this. That's amazing. It's so true too, you know, and I, I honestly think that's like, that's, it's the, it's the vessel that God uses a lot of times, yep. you know, to open someone's ear to the gospel message and to, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's like the big question is why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you doing this for me? Yeah. you know, And yeah, it's, it's, it's just so good in that moment, the, the opportunity that we have. The next thing I heard the Lord say uh, was <clears throat> right after he said, uh, talked about that, that the, the kindness and justice will lead the march as you resolve to be more like my son. He said, now trust and move forward with the grace and mercy of God hanging from your belt, ready to hand it out anywhere it's needed. Anytime I ask you to, even to the ones who have never deserved anything like it, which obviously none of us deserve the grace and mercy of God. <laughs> you know, but sometimes we have that feeling more, more than others. We have that feeling of like, well, they definitely don't deserve it, you know? And, yeah. uh, and the Lord here is just saying like this, this encouraging word of like, Man, like just like like have it like you would a tool on your belt, you know, like yeah, have you ever seen someone that walks around? They always have some sort of tool on their belt, like they've got all the keys in the world. It's like at any moment they're ready to open that door, right? Yeah. At any moment they got a tape measure, they're ready to to measure that thing, you know, or whatever it may be. It's like, but that's the way we should be with the grace and mercy of God. It should be so free handed the way that we've received it. You know, we've freely received, freely give. The next yeah. thing he said was surrender to my goodness and love and mercy and grace. And you'll see a light shining forth out of your life that not even the darkness of hell can quench. Mm -hmm. And I, I just believe this is, it's just an encouragement towards yes, missions, but just that mindset of like evangelism, you know, and that, yeah. that opportunistic way of thinking and seeing the world where it's like, yeah, this is rough. This is bad, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like potentially going to open up an opportunity you know, for the gospel, you know, or this didn't go the way I planned, you know, or it's not going the way I'm planning for now, you know, but what is God going to do through this, you know, and mm -hmm. what is he doing? What is he saying to this, you know, and, and, and who's he put in my path, you know, and when we stay in that place, man, I believe the Lord can open up opportunities every single day, which is just Amen. amazing. Amen. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So I, uh, I kept, I kept waiting upon the Lord and I, and I'm going to get back to this castle, you know, because Obviously, it's like, well, the question is, what's the castle on the floor? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, the, the Lord's kept speaking to me uh, about some other things. And then uh, a little while later, what he said was, uh, he said, run on in. And then he said, the castle is a strong tower. And he said, I'm, I am that tower for my people in times of great need. I'll always be, be there. But that doesn't mean my people will always run in and find safety and shelter from the storm. Mm -hmm. And then he said, the kids have figured it out. So this was the answer. Why is the castle on the kid's floor, right? This is, kid, this is castle that's like intricate and detailed, and this kid is playing with it. And the Lord said, the kids have figured it out. And then he said, the ones who know the least but trust the most, the ones who have said, without you helping me, I can't go on. Hmm. And there's, you know, Jesus in the gospel, he says, uh, 
talking about the children, letting the children come into me. He says, the kingdom of heaven you know, belongs to such as these. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. And that to me is like, uh, it, it's like every single moment where I start to get a little bit of like pride in me or I start to get a little bit of like, man, I figured this out or whatever, or, you know, or I know what to do here. It's like, I have to step back and I have to make sure the Holy Spirit is still leading, you know, and I have oh, to make man. sure, like, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's yeah. like, sometimes he's going to be like, no, I want you to, instead of doing this thing that seems smart to you or wise to you, I want you to do this thing that seems dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can see the outcome and I know what's going to happen, you know? And yeah. the child in that moment doesn't have enough intelligence to know the difference between what's smart and what's dumb. They're just going to go with it, you know? Yeah, like this feels right. Like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Because of who's speaking, you know, because of mm-hmm. who's saying it. And I believe we're going to have so many moments like that, you know, opening up in the body of Christ where it's just like the Holy Spirit's going to be like, all right, now do this. And we're like, but <laughs> that doesn't make sense, Lord, yeah. you know? And he's like, doesn't matter. You know, yeah. like, this is what I'm asking you to do. And then we're going to see the results after the fact, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. see that, that, like just our, our minds are going to be blown, you know, by what the Lord is doing. Mm. And yeah. I love it. Love it. Has God shown you, I mean, this is, I mean, this is for every member of the body of Christ, right? right. This, I mean, this word is, this is really a message to the body of Christ uh, to encourage them. Um, and that's in every aspect of society too, which is really exciting. I mean, that's going to be really exciting to see this play out on a on a global scale in in different industries and different um you know that's gonna be cool yeah oh yeah i i think there's just so much opportunity now through obviously the internet you know it's like there's so many different like avenues where where jesus can be shared with people Mm -hmm. you know and the love of god can be demonstrated um uh but but yeah like you said even like different industries and stuff you know careers and things like that you know i think the Lord, and this is what I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit right now, that the Holy Spirit is going to be putting ideas in people's minds in their careers yeah. that the it's going to look like to everyone around them, like this idea is going to be a really good idea for making money for this company. And yet there's going to be a gospel-centered reason for why they went that route and why they had that creative idea. And they're going to have like this strategy where they're like, if we do that, it's going to make room for this, even though like nobody here is going to even, it's going to be on board with that. You know, they don't even need to know, you know, it's just going to be like, God's giving me this, this idea or this message or whatever it is, you know, or this, uh, this thing that we can do as a company. Uh, and I just, I hear that from the Holy spirit right now. And, and that's to me, I'm like, man, like I want to be in that place, you know, like every day, you know, there's like that fire and that passion where it's like, I want to be in that place, you know? And I think sometimes we get to this place where we start thinking like, I have to be the one that motivates me to do that, you know, to think like that, to be like, you know, it's like, and, and you, we really don't, you know, it's like when we're resting in that place, that childlike faith and that place with the Lord, we're just abiding in Christ. Like he's the one that gives us those ideas, but then he's also the one that like weaves like his kingdom opportunities into it, you know, at the same time. And, uh you know, I hate to go back to my own channel, but at the same time, you know, yeah, you're good, man. It's on my mind. So it's like, yeah, the whole, the whole Troy goes fishing thing, you know, it's like the idea behind it is basically like, Hey, we're going to be making funny videos. They're going to be like church related at first, you know, and then we're probably going to like actually get away from that and go more into things that are like, just anyone would click on, mm-hmm. you know, like funny stuff or whatever. 
And then we're going to use that as a a ramp to get the gospel in front of people, you know, and be able to say something like at the end of a video, like, hey, I hope you enjoyed this funny video. Uh, If you want to hear about how God changed my life, here's a link below and you can hear that story, you know, like where it's just Mm -hmm. like people are out of the blue, like, well, I don't want to hear that. So I'm not going to. But then they might watch another funny video and then they might go, all right, I'm going to watch, you know, I'm going to see what you have to say. Yeah. They'll be like, this guy's all right. Okay, fine. Like like using that like cleverness of the Holy Spirit to try to get, you know, get Jesus in front of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe good. God's going to be doing that more and more. Well, and for me, that this word is encouraging, and it's also a little, I mean, kind of convicting. It's more like, I think for me, what I've really been walking through right now is realizing, and I'm not always like this. Like, there's been some great moments where I've been out and about shopping or whatever. Someone's there, and I have a great, like, Holy Spirit encounter with this person who needed to hear the love of God. Um, and, you know, but there are times when I, you know, and it's like, you're tired. It's the end of the day. You know, you go shopping at night and you just right. switch off. I'm off. I'm not, I'm not on, I'm in, I'm like, I'm not looking at anybody. I'm just like, I just want to get this and go. And you look, I mean, is God sitting there being like shaking his head at me going, come on, Jeff, come on, man. No, but I think that it is important to be alert and be aware and be like, God, what's on your heart? Is there anybody here that needs, needs something from you right now? And I think that it's, it's been, I feel like the Holy Spirit has really been kind of bringing that up in the times mm-hmm. when like, I'll go in and I'll be like, dude, I totally like, I don't even remember like being in there. I was just like in, out, done. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired. Me, 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 my time. But sometimes God is like, yeah, I want you to talk to this person. I want you to say this. And I want to be able to be available for those things. And so, yeah, this is one of those that's exciting um, because I know there's a lot of other people that are kind of in that same place as me. Um where they they're like and so they'll hear a word like this too and be like okay this is something that that is on god's heart he wants his people available to be about his business so mm-hmm. yeah it's good stuff man yeah i think it's also important i mean i there there i mean there definitely is some conviction there for me as well you know mm-hmm. but i think it is also important to also you know, as we're waiting upon the Lord and be led by the Holy Spirit to realize that God is going to use people in different ways, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a, that's not an excuse not to be used, you know, but it yep. is like there have been times where I'm like, man, this is what I see this other person doing and they're so good at it and I need to do that more. And then the Lord will stop me and be like, no, like, that's not what I have you doing right now. You know, I actually yeah. have you over here, you know, and that's this is where point. you're going to bear the most fruit for now, you know, and so there is that balance of the Lord, you know, like, yeah, he's going to lead us. You know, the same way with Jesus, you know, like it's like he was out ministering to people. And man, he poured his his everything out, you know, when he was ministering to people. And then he pulled away and he went to the mountain to be with the Lord. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's a balance there of like being refreshed by the Lord. And then, yeah, yeah, being led by the Lord, too, and and, and doing what he's asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, that uh, I'm just going to go right into this next word. OK, yeah, so Let's I'm not going to wait for you to say it, but Let's do it. I feel like I feel like Gen Z. So I got a word recently I released about Gen Z and I feel like Gen Z is going to be that that uh, generation. That's the word I'm looking for. Gen stands for generation. <laughs> should be easy to think. We got there. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be that generation yeah. that is like, I don't care what anyone else is doing. You know, I don't care the, the way that they're doing it doesn't matter. You know, and I, I think obviously we see that in culture a lot where the younger generation will be like, yeah, OK, we're going to change this up or whatever. But this is going to be like God's going to use this in a good way. You know, obviously that can go all sorts of different ways, you know, in, in the secular world. But God's going to I believe God's going to use this mindset in a good way to where it's like, hey, just because things have been done this way before doesn't mean we have to do it. You know, obviously, unless the Lord tells you to do it or unless there's good, solid doctrine for it, you know, not getting away from the word of God. 
Um, so I hope people can hear my heart in that. But at the same time, it's like just because, you know, we as a church have had wooden pews forever doesn't mean we have to have wooden. You know what I mean? It's like doesn't mean we have to do it this way or just because this is how we've always you know, done outreach doesn't mean we always have to do it that way. And this is the word I got. And this it specifically has to do with prophecy. So I'm going to I'm going to read uh, part of this. OK, but yeah, it got me so excited. Uh this is this is this was back on July 26. What I saw was a giant. I saw this vision of a giant letter Z. It was like massive. Like it was like all I could see. And then I heard the Lord say Gen Z is next in the prophetic. And then wow. he said the prophetic movement is about to revolutionize the way they do life and ministry. That that idea of like revolutionizing how this works, you know, it's like but Gen Z is going to be a part of that. And then I heard him say, I'm about to infiltrate their camps, dropping truth bombs. Love that terminology, dropping (laughs) truth bombs on the saints that have gone all in for my kingdom, but have yet to see what I'm doing through my spirit. So Mm. I believe God is is not just talking about those, you know, more in charismatic circles. I I believe God's also talking about those, you know, more in the cessationist side of things where it's like, Mm -hmm. God, you have my whole heart, everything for you, but they've been taught, you know, that God doesn't speak anymore. And the Holy Spirit is going to start speaking to them. And they're going to say, who is this speaking to me? And it's going to be like, um, Paul, Saul, this is Jesus, you know, like, yeah. come on, like, come over here, you know, yeah. like this, like, this is me. And, and, you know, and it's like people that love the Lord, you know, but I believe God is going to be pulling people over here and showing himself true and showing him, him himself alive, you know, and powerful in today's day and age. Uh, and then we're going to see that, uh, that prophetic movement break forth. So you know, and, and I think honestly, man, I think there's so much more skepticism. I think sometimes it's not just like cessationism or whatever, but I think there's a lot of skepticism, obviously, with some younger generations. Like, you know, it's it's easy to be skeptical of the older generation. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Because a lot of times we see, you know, we look at our parents or whatever and we see like, okay, they weren't perfect people, you know. So we have we grow up with a little bit of that. And then we have that pride in us that goes, Oh, I could do this better, you know, like <laughs> or whatever. You know, and I believe the Lord's going to be stripping that out, you know, and saying like, nope, like just because you're young doesn't mean you know everything. You know, let me let me speak to you and let me show you what this is about and what I want you to do. Yeah. And and man, I'm just so excited about that. Like, yeah, I love that. Any any day, you know, like, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I don't care how old or young someone is. If they say they get a word from the Lord for me, I at least want to hear it. You know, (laughs) I like they could be like seven years old. Like, please just tell me what it is. (laughs) Mm-hmm. you know and, I, and yeah. I i'm not always there you know but it's like i believe that's where we should be and i, I believe we're going to see some really really cool things yeah um, well and like that's i mean that really kind of goes along with what god had shown me about um you know like even that teaching series was just there's a lot of people who are experiencing stuff who they have no gauge for i mean especially yeah. if they grew up in a, a denomination that was like no these things don't happen and right. then so we just it's yeah and so that's why i'm all God showed me is that it showed me this long row of all of these different stalls and each of the stalls was a series and it should, he showed me all these different people going to these stalls. And so it could be for us, it could be seeing the, the reaping the benefits of all of this and seeing the fruit of it in a couple of years, you know, wow. but I'm stepping on faith, knowing that God, that's exactly what God is doing, what you're talking about right here, where I really feel that very strongly even in cessationist circles, there's a lot of people who are, who are experiencing things even now that it scares them. Cause they're like, mm. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cursed because I, this is not what we talk about here at this yeah. church. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of, 
a lot of reformation and God grab a hold of all those people. Um, Cause I love how much these people like, especially in cessationist circles, how knowledgeable in the word they are. Yeah. Um, and I think that's to be commended and there's a lot that can be learned from that. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm being reminded of a story. Uh, uh, me and my wife sat down with some friends of ours. They're pretty good friends. And we, we sat down with them a few years back, you know, at a coffee shop and, uh, I was talking about like, you know, hearing from the Lord and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> the guy just, you know, basically said like, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard from the Lord, <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, haven't really like been in that place of looking for that, you know, haven't really been, you know, like taught that way and stuff. And it's just, it, it was just like a, he was coming at it from a, this perspective of like, you know, this is all new, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what I think about it, you know, necessarily. Yeah. And, you know, I just remember, you know, it was like I, the Lord just like dropped this memory into my mind in that moment where I was like, let me tell you my, let me share my testimony story with you. You know, so I, I shared it with him, you know, and I think he had heard part of it, but, uh, it, you know, the base, my basic testimony story is like, I was trapped in sin, you know, felt like if God was there, and I, I think I've shared this with you before, Jeff, yeah, but, yeah. you know, felt like if God was there, then if I seek him with my whole heart, I am going to find him like the word says. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll do that. You know, and then one night the Holy Spirit began to speak the gospel to me, you know, very clearly. And it was just like, I knew who it was, even though I'd never heard him before. You yeah. know, I was like, I know this is God. It's obvious, yeah. you know. And so then he preached the gospel to me. I got saved. And then it was like, you know, bam, my life turned around overnight. Uh, but, you know, I shared that with my friend and, and, you know, he just sat there listening and he was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like that really happened. Like you got saved because the Holy Spirit preached the gospel, you know, like that kind mm-hmm. of reaction. You know, and then a few months later, he sat down with me and he said, I'm hearing God now. <laughs> Come on, dude. You know, and it's just so it's like so cool, like dude. to go from that place. Yeah. And it's obviously not me. It's the Lord. But it's like, man, like there's so many hearts, I believe, that are in that place. Where it's like, I love the Lord. I believe the gospel. I believe the word of God, you know, but I'm not experiencing this necessarily. This like this uh, like the power of God in my life. I'm not experiencing the presence of God necessarily, you know, and like how can I get there? You know, or if that's for today, like, 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 how do I get there even doctrinally? And it was, it's one of the questions, like, how do, how do we, we say that and show that, you know, from the word. Mm -hmm. And I I honestly believe like you get into the new Testament and you, and you lay your preconceptions aside and you ask the Holy spirit, like, please help me to understand this. You're going to see it because it's all over, you know, it's like all over the word. Oh man. Um, uh, Yeah. But I think sometimes it just takes uh, laying aside some of the preconceptions. It does. It absolutely does. And I think too, even like what I've found is that whole idea of like, oh, God doesn't, I've never heard from the Lord or they're like, God doesn't speak. Right. It's not always as simple as, oh, here's a logic minded person who's sometimes it's rooted in pain. Like I found like some people are like, it's more, it's, it's more comfortable for them because they think God is upset with them or disappointed in them. And it's more comfortable for them to just go god doesn't god doesn't speak because like i've had conversations with people like that when we got into it i i found the root of it that it wasn't it was maybe a lack of unworthiness that was rooted in that and so it's like even then it's like it's so that's so nuanced like the whole like oh i don't hear from god um which you know this is kind of a rabbit trail but there's a neighbor that i have who um, he, I noticed his dog was, he was carrying his dog and normally he doesn't. And so I was like talking to him and I was like, Hey man, let's pray. Let's pray for your dog. And I, I don't know if this guy was a Christian or not. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, let's pray for your dog. 
And, uh, and so I prayed for his jog and then we, I prayed and I stood up and I was just like, I've shared this story on here before, but it's been a while, but, um, I was like, I just got so overwhelmed by how much God loved this guy. And I was like, wow. I was like, do you know how much God loves you? And then, <laughs> and then awesome. he was like, no, he's like, no, I don't, I don't know. I haven't prayed in a long time. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, and yeah. I was just like looking him in the eyes and I was like, God loves you so much, man. And, and, and then he started crying. And then I was like, you know, we had a, a lengthy conversation. His dog ended up being able to walk again by herself. So praise the Lord. I, awesome. I can't say she you know, still needs a little healing, but she's walking on her own. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. Uh, but uh, I got him a Bible and then a couple of weeks went by or a couple of months went by. We just, our paths didn't cross. And then he's like, Hey man, he's like, I've been reading that Bible that you sent me, you know? And so it's been really cool to see that process with him of like coming back to God and, and uh, you know, he was like talking about some of the stuff he was learning. He's like, Hey man, he's like, I kind of feel, kind of feel dumb saying this cause I'm like 52, but like, he's like, I didn't know that you know, God, Jesus, the Holy spirit and God were the same person. I was like, you don't feel so dumb. I was like, you're learning stuff. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's been really cool to see that. But even with him, it was more about, I haven't prayed in a long time. I don't pray. God's upset with me. He's angry with me. So it's more, it's easier for him to just push all of that away. And it's wow. like, no, none of that's real. None of it's, you know? Uh, so yeah. Man, I think that's right on point. I had an experience recently where uh, it was like maybe a month and a half. I think I've been saying two or three months, but I always get the timing on things off. I'm just not good at judging time. It was probably like a month and a half where I I wasn't having a hard time hearing from God, but I was having a hard time feeling his presence. Oh, yeah. And okay. it was just like, I was like, man, what is going on? You know? And so, yeah, I think there's there's oftentimes like a blockage point. There's something that got in the way in our heart, you know, that the Lord is wanting to heal it's not always a sin issue, but sometimes it's just a hurt, you know, or a wound. And it's something that the Lord wants to heal. Uh, you know, like when you said to that man, like to your neighbor, like, hey, God yeah. loves you. You know, there's yeah. something in the heart there that was being like worked on, you know, mm -hmm. like like there was a hurt there that God was addressing and healing. And yeah, so so man, it was it was crazy. This thing was crazy, but it was like it was like a month and a half of me just being like having this really hard time coming into God's presence. Right. Mm, and so yeah. for anyone listening that has a hard time hearing God, I believe this is going to apply to you. You, you can kind of awesome. apply this the same way, awesome. but yeah. So what happened was uh, I was still hearing him, you know, I was still getting prophetic messages. Anytime mm -hmm. I sat down to minister online, I, I felt the presence of God. It was like that, that anointing was there, but it was like my alone time with the Lord. I was like worshiping Jesus. And I'm like crying out I'm like, Lord, why does it feel like you're so far away? You know, yeah. like, where are you? You know, yeah, totally and, been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, so my sister, Sabrina, we were talking about her before we, we started yeah. the show and my sister, Sabrina came over. She, she lives in uh, Oklahoma. I live in Texas. So they, her and her husband came down, you know, for a visit. And she was telling me this story of how her and my other sister, Lydia, um, one night got hit with the power of the Holy spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And they just had this like, you know, crazy experience with God. And she's telling me the whole story about it. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like nodding my head or whatever. And I'm saying like, oh, that's cool. But inside I was feeling like kind of jealous mm -hmm. because I was having such a hard time getting into God's presence where I was just, and I was, and I was thinking like, all right, when is this story going to be over? You know, like, yeah. I don't want to hear this because I'm not there. You know, I don't want to Good hear this for story. you, Sabrina. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you are always having experiences yeah. with God, right? Yeah. yeah. And then later that night, she leaves later that night. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this like eerie feeling. Right. You know, so it's just like, the, you know, you maybe have a bad dream or something. You wake up having that eerie feeling. It's uh -huh. kind of like a demonic presence yeah. or something, you know. So I woke up, I had this feeling. I was like, oh, that's not good. And so I was like, I need to start praying. 
So I was also, my throat was parched. So I got up and I'm walking to the kitchen to get a drink of water. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I just started like praying in tongues, right? I'm walking to the kitchen, I'm praying in tongues and I'm like asking the Holy Spirit, like, what is this, you know? And then halfway there, I suddenly have this vision that I've seen with my eyes open while I'm walking. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And it's like, I'm literally seeing it in front of me in, wow. the, in the dark, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like seeing through it. I still see where I'm going, but I'm seeing this thing. And, and what I see is this table and on the table, there's these little like action figure looking things. And they all look like kind of monster shaped and they look kind of like clay models, you know, and they've got all these tentacles coming off of them and they're all different colors. And I see this and I'm like immediately aware, like these are demonic spirits that are attacking me right now or coming against me. Right. I'm like, that's what this is. God is showing me, you know, like the devil is doing something and I need to Uh pray against it. And so I just said, I'm walking to the kitchen and I just said, I just started going down the list, you know, because what I realized was that month and a half, I also was being attacked in so many ways. There was like so many different temptations that weren't necessarily normal, uh-huh. you know? And I was like, and so I just started going down the list. I just, I just said, in the name of Jesus, spirit of sexual immorality, leave right now. Yeah. And then I saw one of those things like basically like shake and disappear. And like, and I'm still seeing this in front of me, right? Wow. And it disappears. And I was just like, well, that's cool. And so then I said, I was like, okay, spirit of fear, leave right now in the name of Jesus. So that was another thing I was dealing with. And I see another one shake and disappear, like, like disintegrate. And I was like, awesome. And so then I kind of got this like ego, you know, where I was like, this is really easy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I just said, I just said, and I'm saying this, I'm praying out loud. I just said, every evil spirit that's trying to come against me in any way, leave right now in the name of Jesus. And as soon as I said that, they all disappeared except for one. And mm. I was expecting them all to go, right? And then there's one left. Pride. Like, is it Pride. Yeah. I was like, wait, what's that? Right. And then it grows and I'm watching this thing. I'm in the kitchen. now. I'm getting a drink of water, you know, Uh and I see this thing grow to the size of the whole table. Whoa. And I'm just in it. And I'm like, okay. And so I was like, Lord, what is this? Right. And then I heard the Holy spirit so clearly. He said, it's the spirit of pride. Mm. And so I was like, all right, well, I know how to get rid of it. Right. So I just said, in the name of Jesus, spirit of pride, go right now. And it just sits there. And I said, it. I said it like one or two more times. And then I was like, Lord, what is going on? You know? And then the Lord said so clearly, he said, you can't rebuke this thing. You have to repent of it. Whoa. And I was like, oh, and my heart broke. And immediately when he said that, I, I thought of the last two, like month and a half. And I realized I had gotten to this place where I was like basically walking in this pride, you know, which really is like my weak point, you know, like it's the mm-hmm. thing I probably struggle with the most, but I was, I was, I was, coming from a place of pride and thinking, God, I'm doing all these things for you. So I deserve to have your presence. Yeah. Wow. And that's why it was so hard to come in because mm. I'd gotten away from the place of like receiving it with childlike faith, you know, yeah, man, that's huge. And I just said, Lord, I am so sorry for the pride in my heart. And as soon as I said that, I see this thing in front of me start to shake violently. Like it's like violently shaking. Yeah. And then I just said again, and I'm walking back to, you know, to go lie down again. I said it again. I said, Lord, I'm so sorry for the pride that's in my heart. And it it starts to shake more. And I lay down on the bed and I said it one more time. And the last time I said it, it like bursts, you know, disappears. And then like the Holy Spirit came into the room, man. And I got Mm. hit so hard, you know, like my, I'm not kidding. My whole body started to shake, like, like with the power of God, you know, like, like uncontrollably, you know, and it was just a peace and the presence of God just like overflowed me, you know, and, and here's the thing that I, makes me nervous when sharing a story like this. And as I start, I, you know, I know some people are going to be like, 
wait a minute, did you need to get delivered from a demon? You know, like, is that what happened there? You know, and my, my response is, you know, I, I think there's a big discussion online between like, can Christians be demon possessed? Can they be mm -hmm. oppressed? Like, or are they just influenced? What is, you know, is it an open door? What is it? I honestly don't know the answer to that. You know, I, I do have an opinion on it, but like yeah. theologically, I probably can't give like the a perfect answer. But my response is like, man, it doesn't matter what the devil is doing or how he's being able to do it. We just need to get free, right? Yeah. Like, like we just need freedom, you know? And of course, it's not always an open door. Sometimes it's, you know, for me, it was like, man, I let some pride into my heart and, and I, it stayed there and it, and it developed into bitterness, you know, against mm -hmm. the Lord. But it's like sometimes the devil's it's just spiritual warfare and the devil's just attacking. You know, he sees mm -hmm. what you're doing for the kingdom. He sees what God is doing through your life. And he's just like, man, I'm going to try to hit you as hard as I can in the way that I know you have a weak point. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like in that moment. Yeah, we need the same exact thing. We need freedom, you know, from the devil's tactics, mm -hmm. from its schemes. We need the and, and, you know, the Lord himself is our deliverer. He is our freedom. He's the strong tower. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he's the one we run into, just like that vision of the castle and the child. You know, it's like. But but when we're in that place where we're like, Lord, I got this figured out, we're not running in, you know, like we're not going in and we're not staying safe in him like the way we should. And man, uh, it's just like, I want to so stay in that place. I want to be in that place. I'm going to yeah. go right into this word I got. I got this word about this, this interview, the Lord, uh, when it, I, I believe uh, it was after I got invited to come on again. So let me just, let me just share this real fast. If that's okay. 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 This is what I heard. I heard the Lord say, I'm all over this time in history like never before. And he said, when you're hearing people say there's a move of God over here, there's a move of God over there. He said, believe it. Now, he's not talking about, you know, everything in the world. You know, obviously, there's going to be like, you know, false signs and wonders, all that. Right. Stuff, right? I'm not talking about that. Yeah. He's, he's talking about the real moves of God. He's just saying, don't be skeptical of what I can do. That's what the Lord is saying here. Money. And then he said, because I'm moving like never before, I'm changing the uh, the attitude of my saints, their ability to operate in the realm of glory will be increasing as time goes by. Then I heard him say more and more, I'm going to be calling my loved ones into a life of sanctifying themselves unto glory. Mm -hmm. I will especially call some into a secret place lifestyle where they will come in and they'll never leave. They'll just stay there 24 wow. seven and they'll never even open themselves up to the ways of the world, even for a second. And I just mm -hmm. love that so much. And I'm reminded, I feel the Holy Spirit on that. I'm reminded of the, the 144,000 in scripture, you know, in Revelation. I think it's Revelation 14, chapter 14. One of the things it says is like that these people followed the lamb everywhere he went. Hmm. They just, they followed Jesus everywhere he went, you know? And it's like, none of us <laughs> are perfect at that, right? Like none of us get that down right. all the time, you know? Yeah. But the implications of that is like, there's, it's like, man, the more we abide in him, you know, and the more that we like just trust him like a child and we're like, we are in that place of just like, man, realizing we have constant access to the throne room of God, to the father. We have that constant access through the blood of Jesus. Yeah. The easier it is for us to be there where we're just like, oh, Jesus is going over here. I'm going to go over there. You yeah, know, like, sweet. Going yeah. over here, I'm gonna go. let's do it. You know, like yeah. well, that sounds dangerous, but God is the God's going. So I'm going, you mm -hmm. know, like whatever it may be, you know, where that's not necessarily my preference, you know, like for what I want my life to go like, but that's where God is leading. So I'm going to go, mm -hmm. you know, just because I want to be in his presence. You know, I yeah, just want that, that, that level of glory all the time. You know, I just mm -hmm. want to stay there, maintain that, you know, and, and what's so good about that, Jeff, and you know this, you know, but it's just, it's like, we don't maintain God's presence. We don't maintain his glory. We don't maintain his voice, you know, we just abide, and then He is the one through His yep. grace that provides. It's all Him, man. It's, it's, all, it's him. all Him. It's yeah. all Him. I want to. I want to read this. I want to read this passage real fast. This is yeah. uh, Hebrews four. 
uh, is, is verse starting in verse 12. It says, for the word of God, and this is, I believe this is for people that have a hard time hearing God's voice right now. You, you know, maybe you were in that place where you're saying, I'm, I'm like you were. I have a hard time feeling his presence. You know, this is for you as well. It says, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him to whom we must answer. So this is essentially up to this point saying uh, there is a perfect standard and God sees everything, right? Like you can't get away from that. And then verse 14 says this, this is the response. Okay. It's the response is not get everything right every time and don't make a mistake. The response is therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let's hold firmly to our confession Mm. for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let's approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. That's the childlike response where it's like, man, I messed up, but the grace of God is still enough. And I'm going to come in faith confidently into the throne room of God. And I'm going to hold fast to that confession that it's, it's not me that's doing this. It's never been me that's earning it. It's always been Jesus. And mm-hmm. I haven't lost, you know, I haven't lost his gift. You know, I haven't lost yeah. what he's given me just because of this or that, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm being sanctified. And yes, the Holy Spirit's changing my heart. But at the same time, it's all him, you know, it's still him. And I get to confidently be there. And when you're in this place, this is just a simple encouragement, I believe, for for a few people listening. When you're in that place where you you are standing on that truth, but you're still having trouble, you know, with something like, well, I'm still having trouble hearing from God or being led by him, you know, whatever it may be. If you're still having trouble with that, my simple encouragement is just continue abiding. Yeah. Just continue abiding. Yeah. At the right time, God is going to bust those doors wide open. You know, at the right time, that's going to change. But for now, just continue abiding in that place of rest in the Lord and trust in what he said and what Jesus has done. Yeah. And it's interesting because, man, what you're talking about right now, I've seen it come up a couple of times within, uh, you know, here on Elijah Fire even of of exactly what you're talking about right now. Um, And there was a guy a couple weeks ago, I'm going to plug it again. um, For those who know who Mandy Woodhouse is, um, it's her husband, Costin Woodhouse. It's Elijah Fire episode 107 entitled The New You. And it's all about what you're talking about right now, about what it means to to what the blood of Jesus has done for us. And he uses Hebrews as well. He's a Bible Bible teacher. And I mean, just goes deep, dude. I was like, I heard him give a little 20 minute snippet and I was like, we got to have this guy <laughs> Just like, let talk for a while. Um, and he's coming back because like, it was really good, but it's all about this. And so this is obviously there's some people that are watching this, that God wants you to get this, like what Troy's talking about, what Costin talked about, he wants you to get this uh, because some of you um, have made some mistakes and you've repented, but you keep holding on to the guilt that actually if you've repented, that guilt shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. so, yeah, I, I really, really feel like there's some people who God is really wanting you to get this. Like what Troy's talked about, Costa talked about, what other people have talked about on the show as well. It's yeah. huge, man. And I think when we're in that place of, you know, we're trying to carry that condemnation or shame or guilt around. It's like, it feels so hard to come into God's presence based on that. It feels so hard to hear from the Lord or to feel worthy, you know? And sometimes we need, You know, because the truth is, biblically, it's easy. You know, it's like it's so easy based on what Jesus did to receive those things from the Lord 
and, and to come confidently before him. But mm-hmm. it's not, it doesn't always feel that way, right? It doesn't right. always feel easy based on the, especially based on those things. And sometimes we need that deep dive into the mm-hmm. scripture so that God's word can convince us, you know, like, cause we've been convincing ourselves through the feeling and the, we, sometimes we need like, no, the word, right. it keeps saying it over and over and over. Man, I love how Paul like sometimes sounds like a madman where he's just like, oh yeah, also Jesus died for you. And are you, aren't you grateful for that? You know, he just says it over and over and over. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, haven't they gotten it by now, Paul? And it's just like, no, he knew. Yeah, apparently some people know. <laughs> like how yeah. hard it was going to be for some of us to get it and how much we needed it. Yeah, and sometimes, and, I mean, I think we all go through seasons where we need to be reminded of some of that stuff too, you know? So. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Luminous is saying there's some people in the chat right now who are talking about guilt. Um, and so Lord, we just release guilt off of these people that you are enough. Spirit. Yes. And God says you are enough. And so I just, re- re- in the name of Jesus, any guilt, any condemnation that is coming over these people right now, we loose you in the name of Jesus. They have repented. They are new creations in Christ Jesus. You have no legal right to be here. Go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I just released the fire of the Holy Spirit right now to burn up the chaff, to burn up the things like like uh, guilt, condemnation from the enemy, the things in mm-hmm. hearts of every person, uh, me and Jeff included, every person listening, th- mm-hmm. that those things would just burn away yeah. through the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of God and the fire of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask that you just replace those things with the joy of the Lord right now that people would not even be able to remember what what it was that was weighing them down. They, they would be like, what was that thing that was mm-hmm. getting me down? I don't wow. remember because the joy is so strong yeah. and it's so prevalent. And I just thank you, Jesus, that that joy is our strength. Yeah, It's it's what gets us up in the morning. It's what, it's what helps us to go through those hard times, those difficult seasons. It's a joy that's, that's supernatural. It's mm. not something we have to muster up. It's something that you want to give us, Lord. And I thank you that because of that place of rest, because of that place of righteousness in Christ, we get to have that all the time, no matter what, no matter what, we get to keep that joy. We get to hold on to it. Thank you, Holy yeah. Spirit. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, Jeff, I feel like every single time I come on here, I, I think every time so far, I've gotten hit with like the fire of God. Like, oh, come either, on, dude. The week before or the night before. So I don't know if I mentioned, did I mention this earlier? I don't think I did. Last night, woke up in the middle of the night, got hit with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Like so hard, dude. Oh, and it was man. awesome. And I was just like, okay, I was like, and then I realized like, oh yeah, I'm going on Elijah fire. Yeah, dude. We always that. joke and just call that the Elijah fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, for sure. And I was yeah. like, I think that's what this is. So. Yeah. Anyway. Awesome, man. Yeah. I love yeah, that. It's, it's super cool. Dude, yeah. definitely, definitely feel the presence of God on this, uh, this channel. When, when I like tune in, you know, like every once in a while I'll jump on and listen, you know, to some of the live streams and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. It's just so cool what God is doing. You know, like yeah, I think amen. I think it's awesome. I, I feel this from the Holy Spirit right now for you, Jeff. I just feel the Lord saying, be encouraged. Mm. You know, there's 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 this uh sense of like maintaining that you're a season of maintaining that you're in. I yeah. feel the Lord saying he's gonna bust things wide open. Oh, come on. It's not yeah, this man. is not gonna Thank be you. a maintaining thing for long. Yeah. This is gonna be a season of a lot of fruit, a lot of growth, a lot <sighs> of transformation. I just hear the Lord saying blessings, power, peace, presence. Mm. The things of my spirit, I'm just going to be overflowing, not just into your life, into those around you, in your mm. the, your team that you work with, uh, those that you minister to on a regular basis, the ones that keep coming back, they're going to experience it as well. Thank you, Holy Thank Spirit. You, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, you definitely right on the money, dude. <laughs> right on the money. Yeah, that's really, really Ooh. accurate. Um, 
Dude, the Lord put you on my heart earlier today, man. And and gosh, that same feeling you got, you know, uh, about your neighbor that you're talking about earlier reminded me of it. But it was just, I got this sense, like a supernatural sense of it. It wasn't like necessarily the love of God, although God loves you, you know, so much. But it was like, it was like God is just so pleased with you. Mm. You know, it, I, I feel like it was like a proud father moment, you know, mm. <laughs> like where it's just like, the, I just felt that like from the Lord. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's people tomorrow uh, Friday's episode. We shot it last week, and it was with a guy named Andrew, uh, Andrew Whalen, and he gave a very similar prophetic word to what oh, you just wow. gave. So <laughs> there's awesome. no way, everybody. There's absolutely no way Troy, other than by the Holy Spirit, could have even known that episode has not aired <laughs> yet. There's no way he could have known that. So you'll see it, and you'll see what Troy said today. And what, it, what Andrew says on Friday and see the parallel between us. You're like, oh, wow. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Thank you, man. That, that's really, really uh, spiritual warfare, man. <laughs> Satan's an idiot. And he, yeah, he is yeah. not winning. That's what we yeah. have to remember. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not going to win and he's not, not going to win now. But it doesn't mean that, you know, we, I mean, we just have those, we, we have those moments, you know, where seasons that we can go through, we're just, Man, you feel like you've just been targeted by the enemy just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. I received that. That's great. So, I see in the the notes you have something involving spiritual warfare, actually. Uh, did you already talk, kind of talk about that, or do you want to, is there more to say about that? Yeah. So, that was, uh, that was the thing that I shared. That was like the whole, like, you know, waking up and all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I did hear, I did hear a few things about it too, uh, that I didn't share. So I'll just, I'll just say that real quick. Um, who, well, I mean, we, we talked about this, you know, the, one of the things I heard was like this, here's, this is one of the attacks of the enemy tricking us into thinking we have to earn our way into God's presence. You don't have to, it's a gift of his grace Mm -hmm. just to know him. You know, we've, we've covered that in detail. And then another thing I heard was there's only one way in through the blood of Jesus, hmm. uh, you know, and then uh, and then the Lord, uh, he did speak to me a little bit about the joy of the Lord. And then I heard this specifically. I heard him say, if it's him, it's OK. And then I heard him say intense fellowship is what we're after. But he's hmm. talking about it, he was speaking from the perspective of the body of Christ, you know, like that is what we're after. You know, and I think sometimes we limit, you know, the word says don't grieve the Holy Spirit. It also says don't quench the Holy Spirit. Right. I feel like sometimes we quench the Holy Spirit by limiting what he can do for us because of some religious mindsets, you know, some religious ways of doing things or seeing things. Uh, uh, For example, you know, like uh, when uh, my sister was sharing that story with me, you know, and uh, she, she, the story she shared was like um, my, my other sister was having a really hard time, you know, just like, like with a lot of things in life, health issues, all this different stuff, you know, really hard season. And, and she was praying, she was like asking Sabrina to pray for this health issue. Right. And then Sabrina said to her, she said, I, she's like sits there for a while. And she says, I think there's a stripe for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And she says that. And then, uh, uh, my sister, uh, I think, I think Lydia was the one first. No, I don't remember which one first, but, but Lydia specifically, she said she had somebody grabbed her elbow and like gra- pinched her funny bone. And she thought it was Sabrina doing it. And she, she said, Sabrina, stop. Like it was dark. You know, it was like they were there. Uh, my, my sister, Sabrina was like spending the night there because they were traveling and stuff. And uh-huh. so they were, they were sleeping, you know, they were trying to go to bed or whatever. 
She's like, stop. Why are you grabbing my elbow? She said, I'm not grabbing your elbow. <laughs> you know, like, oh, it was the Holy Spirit, you know, like pinching her funny bone. And then she just like, you know, as like a prophetic sign, I guess, I don't know. Uh-huh. She just burst out laughing, you know, yeah. couldn't stop. And they're both like laughing and laughing, you know, the joy of the Lord. Oh, that's you know, awesome. But, but moments like that, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes we hear a story like that and we go, wow, God wouldn't do something like that. Why would he do that? You know, like, yeah. God's and, serious. Yeah. yeah. God is serious minded, yeah. right? And it's like, <laughs> there's so much joy that he wants to uh-huh. pour out. And that's what I believe he's saying here. If it's him, it's okay. Yeah, if it's good. him, it's okay. Yeah. You know, as long as it's like, if you need confirmation for something, get confirmation. If it's the Holy Spirit, man, it's okay. Even if at yeah. first it's nor- it's not normal, <laughs> it's weird, right. you know, or if it's like, I remember this night where it was just like, man, I got hit so hard with the joy of the Lord. I'm like laughing, laughing. My wife was gone. Uh, my three daughters were there at, at the time. We only had three kids, you know, and uh, my youngest, Lorelei, she was just laughing with me, you know, for a whole hour. I'm not kidding. A whole hour. We went around like t- turning the lights off, cleaning up the toys, getting people ready for bed. And we, me and her were like laughing for an hour straight. I'm wow. not kidding. You know, but I remember this moment where we're like laughing, laughing. And I'm like, and, and I started to think, am I just losing my mind? You know, yeah. I was like, this is the joy of the Lord. This is the Holy Spirit. And I'm thinking like, no, this is just me going crazy. Like, I think I'm having an emotional breakdown or something. Yeah. Right? And then I walked into my office and there, I'm not even kidding. There was a glory cloud in my office. Whoa. Yeah. I walk in my office and I was just like, okay, no, Dude. this is God. You know, I was like, yeah. this is not normal. You know, like, yeah. but it was like a confirmation for me where it was like the Lord saying like, no, like this is me, like, this is my presence. And I'm giving you something that you need in this moment. Come you know, on. and it was like a turning point for me. And yeah, so if it's God and if you need confirmation, just pray and ask for confirmation like mm. Gideon. You know, just say, God, is this you? You know, <laughs> yeah. is this your leading? You know, and he's yeah. so faithful to confirm those things uh, for us. But it, but if it's him, man, it's okay. And sometimes yeah. like the thing we need the most is just that joy. We just need well, our joy. Yeah, and that's huge, back. man, because I, there was a time when I was like kind of going one, through one of those seasons where it's like, when I talk to when Jesus is fun, Holy Spirit is fun, and, and God the Father is is all business. And I found myself <laughs> in that place, and and I really felt like this is like a message directly from God the Father. He's like, you know, I'm the one that created laughter, <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry, Lord, you know, because you just like there's, and I know, I know there's other people out there who have uh, when it comes to. God the Father, it's a you know strictly business, and it could be the way you were raised, it could be anything else, but like God is giving people permission to have fun. Like, yeah, following God is fun. Like, are you kidding? Like, it's fun, it's really fun. So, yeah, that's great. Then I think that's a right now word, man. That it's it's very needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Jeff, I think that's all I got, man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, Troy, I'm gonna have you pray for the people, but I really, I really feel like I know we prayed, uh, you know, a little bit ago, but I really feel like some people need a really fresh touch from the Lord right mm. now. So, um, with that in mind, pray as you feel led. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say this again, and I'm gonna pray. Hebrews four uh, fourteen says, "Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let's hold firmly to our confession." For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are, yet without sin. You know what that means? It means Jesus understands exactly where you are. He understands exactly where you are. Who? And he meets you where you are, exactly right where you are. Even if it's even if it's a place that you don't want to be or shouldn't be, the Lord will absolutely meet you there. 
as you just lay that at his feet, you just come back to him as you just cry out to him, as you surrender to him. And then verse 16, therefore, let's approach the throne of grace with confidence. I'm encouraging everyone right now, and I'm going to start praying, Lord, I just ask that you would increase our confidence. And I'm encouraging everyone right now just to take that next step of faith in what you expect the Lord to do. Lord, I ask that you increase our faith, Lord, increase our confidence, our, our ability to use the faith you've already given us, God, that you would just uh, raise our expectancy, Lord, uh, as to what you're going to do right now, but what you're going to do in our lives this, the rest of this day, this week, this year, Lord, this, next, this coming year, this decade, Lord. I just ask that you would help us to expect you to do the same exact things you did in the Word, Lord, because you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You absolutely never change. I ask that you begin to just pour out the Holy Spirit the same way you did on the day of Pentecost, that those listening would just have supernatural experiences that they were expecting and that they were not expecting, mm-hmm. God, that this would just be a moment of of, of fire, of baptism in the Holy Spirit, who of just your, uh, your word co- uh, coming to people's minds and their hearts, Lord, that you would bring those words up that were planted long ago to, the, to people's minds right now, that they would have the right now word. Uh, right now, what they need from your, uh, from the scripture, Lord, from your Holy Spirit, your rhema word, Lord, I ask that you would just begin to pour out that, uh, that water, Lord, that, that, that purifying, cleansing water, Lord, but also that refreshing water and the wind of the spirit, Lord, that's, uh, that's going to catch people up and, and move them forward. God, that's going to strengthen and refresh and, and direct them. And I just hear that from the Lord right now. There's some people where, uh, the, the wind of the spirit is coming. I hear the Lord saying this, the wind of the spirit is coming. But part of what's going to happen is, is it's going to come and it's going to bring direction. And when it does, just adjust those sails ever so slightly to match what the wind is doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just turn your sails a little bit to catch what God is doing. And you're going to be so surprised who at where the Lord leads you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just begin to uh, pour out the joy of the Lord. Just that anointing of joy. The same way that Jesus was anointed with the joy of the Lord above his companions, Lord, because he loved righteousness, he hated wickedness, Lord. And yeah, we know that Jesus was perfect in that, Lord, and we're not. But we are in this place, Lord, of surrender, of repentance, of of needing you, Lord, and of belief that Jesus' blood is enough, that we have the inheritance that Jesus has. We get to share in that with the saints, Lord, that we are sons and daughters of God of a father who loves us, who, who does not mm-hmm. reject us, who says, come on in, come on in. It's been too long. Let's get together. Let's spend time with each other. Lord, I ask for that anointing of joy just to fall right now on people's heads, Lord, that they would just begin to feel the presence of God, the power of God, the wind of the Holy Spirit, however you want to manifest Holy Spirit, that people would just know that they would have that assurance right now, that tangible touch from God, who that it wouldn't, it wouldn't stop here, Lord, that it would continue on tonight. Lord, and I know you're so good at that, God, at bringing things back up at the right moment, Lord. So I ask that you would just begin uh, to touch people now. You continue to touch them as they go about their day and, and, and tonight. And I uh, I feel the Lord saying this. There's going to be moments today where the touch is going to happen when you step out in faith. I hear the Lord saying this when you step out in faith and you share something that you heard here with someone else who needs it. Where you say, hey, this is someone, you, know, you have that opportunity, it comes up and you're going to say, hey, you know how much God loves you? And you're going to get hit with the glory of God. <laughs> mm-hmm. They need it, but you're going to get hit too. And I feel, the, I feel that from the Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you, Holy Spirit. And yes. oof, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, thank you that it's not by might nor power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's you, God. It's all you. It's all Jesus. It's all what he did for us on the cross. It's all your working. It's all the working of your hand, Father. 
It's your, it's your plan, God. It's your power. It's, it's the message of the gospel. It's the truth of what Jesus did. It's your Holy Spirit coming in, Lord, that changes things. It's your presence, God, that refreshes us. It's your power, Lord, that, that fixes us, that, that heals us, that transforms lives, Lord. It's not us, but it's you, God. We are in desperate need of you at every moment of every day, but we also know that we have your grace at every moment of every day, Lord. We have access to your throne room, Lord, which is we have you living inside of us. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us and walks with us. That same spirit is abiding in us. It's, it's, he is saying, you are a child of God. You are a daughter. You are a son of the King. You are part of the bride of Christ. You are, I hear the Lord saying this, you are, uh, uh, worthy not based on what you've done, but based on what Jesus did for you. You get to come in and you get to have fellowship with God, who that you are invited in, that you belong. I hear this from the Lord. You belong. You belong here. This is where you belong. This is where you were created to be. The same way I walked with Adam and Eve in the garden, I want to walk with you today in that in the still in the cool of the day. It's, this is going to be a refreshing time. I hear the Lord saying, this is going to be a refreshing time that I'm drawing you into don't hold back. Just run in like a child. Just let me move over you. Let, let those waves of glory come over you. Let my presence pick you up and lift you up out of the muck, out of the, 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 the stale uh, portion. That's not your portion, I hear the Lord saying. That's not what mm-hmm. I have for you. I have better things. There's better things to come. Who And it, the access point is my presence. The access point is that abiding, that staying in the vine, that, that being a part of, uh, of, of your Savior. Uh, letting him, not being the one trying to live your life, but letting him come and live through you. It's no yeah. longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you for moving, Lord. Thank you for your presence, God. Yes. Ah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name I pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling that. Yeah. We all oh, need a fresh touch from the Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Troy, uh, how can uh, how could people follow you? You obviously mentioned Troy yeah, man. goes fishing. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's that channel. There's my main YouTube channel just called Troy Black. I got a Facebook page. I'm starting to post more stuff, too. Uh, I'm not really doing much on the other channels yet, like Instagram, TikTok, and stuff. I do have those, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not really active. So mm-hmm. probably YouTube is the best spot right now. Um, you know, I got a website, TroyBlackVideos.com. Yeah. And those are the main ways. <laughs> and then are you going to be doing a God's Heart for 2023? I am. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting that, uh, getting that rolling right now. And uh, that's going to be first or second week in December. And it's going to be a little different. We're going to be doing, instead of doing it all one night, we're going to be breaking up. It's going to be all online, but we're going to be breaking up sessions and, and worship sessions and different live streams throughout the week. Uh, so it's going to be a period of like four or five days there, Awesome, uh, you man. know, where we're going to be like hitting it hard. So yeah. It's like a virtual conference. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So and how can people kind of follow? Everybody. So when you make announcements on that, is it you need to do it on your channel or your Facebook or? Whatever? Yeah, I'll drop announcements in different places, like in YouTube videos on Facebook. I'll probably be sending emails out about it uh, to my email list too. So yeah, okay. differently. Great. Yeah. So everybody who's interested in that or who had, you know, followed that last year, he's doing it again. Just follow. You know, he'll make announcements. So seriously, Troy, thank you so much for coming back, man. It's always so good when you're here um you know I, I love it it's great thank you so much jeff man it's it's been a pleasure it's been a joy to be here yeah awesome
Well, everybody, that's our show. Join us on Friday. We've got Andrew and his wife, Kelly Whalen. I got them both. I've been trying to get them both for a long time, and they finally said yes. And uh, so my wife joined us as well. So it's going to be like a Holy Spirit double date. And it's great. It's a great episode. Um, a lot of you love seeing my wife for the first time. And, and now this is kind of in like a normal, normal setting with the normal Elijah Fire episode. Great, great time with that couple. They're amazing. So tune in on Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time for that. Also, uh, there is a donation link posted at the end. It's a lot of moving parts that keep this thing going. Uh, it's a lot of lot of work, a lot of resources. And so any, any and all donations, you guys, whether it's $5, whether it's more than that, uh, goes towards making this free and to continue to go free. So if you go to ElijahFire.com slash donate, uh, you can do that. There's also a mailing address in the description, but also at the end card at the very end. So if you want to either mail us a donation or you want to mail us something, even like I've been sitting on this for a long time, I'm going to share with them my family's recipe for bread. I don't know <laughs> what it is, however you want to do it. Uh, but we have those as options. So thank you so much in advance for all you guys that have been super generous, both with your words, but also with your finances. Uh, they do not go to waste. So um, everybody tune in on Friday, five, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time for Andrew and Kelly Whalen with guest host Lauren Tharp. We'll see you guys then. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.